Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Oh, say Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show. Happy Friday to you, life, love, and liberty-loving people. Made it through another week. Made it through another week. Just to recap a few things that have occurred today, actually. So earlier, well, let's start with earlier in the week. Something a little bit happier. (laughs) So Virginia um, allegedly uh, won by a landslide with regard to the, you know, from the top of the ticket down to the bottom of that ticket in, uh, in three top constitutional offices. For the state of Virginia and the governor's race, the lieutenant governor and the attorney general of Virginia all won uh, by Republicans. And one is in air quotes. There are people, um, reports are surfacing um, about newly elected Governor Youngkin um, having a position that by some could be seen as a conflict of interest but but I bet you I bet you most people are willing to overlook it because because it turned out in the favor of a particular party right uh apparently any I have not done my research on this this is just things that I'm I'm seeing I'm picking up bits and pieces and uh, I'll be happy to do my research on that this weekend and you guys can do the same And we'll all come back here on Monday and have one big happy research party with all of our facts. If you can find them, if you're on Google, good luck with that. Uh, Duck, duck, go. I would imagine, you know, no one, no one outside of the deep state circle of trust is operating without an inordinate amount of heat. And we're going to talk about that in just a moment. But um, yes, so for some people, they see, hmm, okay. Someone who was previously related to professionally um, a particular voting machine company. Um, what does that mean for uh, this recent election? I don't know. I am going to look into it though, and I would encourage you to do the same. Um, so yes, we we had a sweeping victory, if you will. We we have pundits on the left who are black, referring to newly elected Lieutenant Governor of Virginia, Winsome Sears, as a white supremacist, and she is Jamaican, and she is, in fact, black. She has served this country. She has a beautiful family. She has a beautiful heart for this country and for all Americans and did quite well in her race, gave a very humble uh, acceptance speech that went viral, And when it comes to the regular, you know, hagglers of the left who are, you know, of the utmost of demonic persuasion, in my humble opinion, the best they can do is say that she has white ideas. And I quote, that was on with Joy Reid. Winsome Sears has white ideas. So one of my followers, I thought this was kind of funny. And it is, you know, everything is a white idea, including our language. The English language was actually created by, quote, white ideas. Uh, But apparently these commentators don't have a problem speaking it. 
That is a quote from one of my followers on Twitter. I just thought the irony was kind of funny and it did make me chuckle so much so that I retweeted it because the absurdity of the white supremacy, the white flight, the white hatred, you know, all things white, 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 white. This is really turning into white phobia and it's the only thing they have. And you know why? Because that's really who they are. That's really down deep in their bone marrow. Do you understand that? This level of accusation and self-loathing against oneself and an accusation against others is really an accusation against God. Because it's against God's creation. For you to, with a serious face, sit on airwaves and espouse the trash that you do, Joy Reid and others, and company, and legion, I should say. Those of you biblical folk out there know what I just said, right? For you to sit on airwaves and espouse that everything is about skin color tells me exactly which kingdom you serve. So the division, the strife, the phobia, the hatred, the violence, these narratives that are just so candidly and disgustingly spewed from faces of our fellow Americans is truly astounding. And and if I heard white people do it, I would say the exact same thing. I am not going to argue systemic racism this evening on this show. I am tired. I'm tired because as bad as you think it is, it's worse. And for me to say that, you have to know that I mean it, right? Because when you listen to my show, it is primarily encouraging. It's very truthful. It's honest. I've always told you, I will never give you disinformation. If I happen to give you misinformation, it is completely not of ill will. It has not been preconceived to do so. And if you will present me with facts or call me on it and I need to correct myself, I will. Because that's just who I am. I don't need a defense for who I am. That is who I am. That is my brand and that is my honor and my promise to you. Generally speaking, I keep my promises. But when I tell you it's worse than you think it is, it's worse than you think it is. And what do I mean by that? All of the hyperbolic rhetoric that you see online and the memes and the things that we use as false comforters to make ourselves feel better or lighter about the 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 gravity of our current state as a nation really does us kind of a, I mean, it can serve, right? Because humor is as a medicine, says the Bible. And that is true. And God does laugh at his enemies. That is true as well. But not but, and, you know, as, as a person having, as a spiritual being having a human experience, there's really only so much I can take on and in into my being, right? Through through my perceptions, of what of reality of truth of what of how bad it really is how deep that deep state is and how long it's been in place right how deep and wide it is and i won't stay in this place of being heavy and all of that tear me out it, i will not um because ultimately i turn all of this stuff over to the lord And I simply ask what I encourage all of you to do. I ask what my role in this time and space is. And I do think on those things that are lovely and noble and true um, and that are of good report. And then there are some days when I look around and there's so much information coming at me and deciphering between what's real and what's not, what's hyperbolic, what is totally fake. 
and 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 actually pulling back the curtains and seeing who's behind it and how many are behind it and how deep that goes, how much money is behind them, right? And in seeing people pour in across southern borders of 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 bordering nations, right, knowing that they are likely coming here, right? And again, do you hear hysteria in my voice? No, you don't. So I'm not a hysterical person. Um, I am someone who can look at something very objectively as well as subjectively and, um, and, and with great sobriety, just call it for exactly how it is. Some people think our borders are being overrun right now with all kinds of violence, and they are being overrun. Make no mistake about that. But are the cartels on the border shooting up residents? They are terrorizing residents on our southern border for sure. I do have those reports as well. Um, But do we have a civil war right now uh, as of today? Not that I'm aware of, according to my sources. So I'm not going to focus on that today. Our, depo- our Department of Homeland Security is far more concerned about, um, about placing Afghan refugees throughout the country, so much so that they're tweeting about it to let you know that they are hard at work in making sure that they spread the love across the nation. And mind you, the same Department of Homeland Security also let you know that in early documents, which you probably will not be able to find online now, um, that there was no vetting going on with these folks who were coming over here. That is a problem because anyone coming into this country from a hostile nation, a hostile environment, should always be vetted. So now they're coming to a neighborhood, city, town, county, uh, district near you. So be aware of that. So DHS is very proud of their efforts to, that's right, it's called their resettlement, resettlement efforts. I, and there's a part of me that just kind of chuckled when I read that because I thought, wow, so that's how we've repackaged the narrative so that you can open up and it tastes better going in, right? Yeah, it tastes better going in and, and going down, Right. So it's resettlement. Now, other nations may look at that and bringing in uh, mass people who have not been vetted as an invasion. I don't know. Take Germany, Germany for example. You know, have you attempted to enter into Germany or France or Greece or any other European nation in recent years? Have you attempted to do that? Uh, without a passport, without them knowing who you are and why you're there and how long you're going to be there? Have you applied for a visa over there to stay longer? Have you tried to apply for a work visa in Australia? Now, no one wants to go to Australia, clearly. But just as recent as two years ago, going to Australia to work over 50, not happening. Not happening. You know why? Because you have nothing to offer. You're, they're not going to let you tap into their pension program after 50 you haven't paid into it. So why would they pay for you? You know, just kind of common sense stuff for sovereign nation kind of stuff, right? And so, but here we are, we have a, a national security apparatus, right? That's excited about a resettlement, right? We have rebranded it, a resettlement opportunity. And I don't say this to tick you off. I say it because I, it's just one of those things. It's one more of those whack-a-mole moments where I look at it and go, Okay, well, that's interesting, right? Because I have eyes to see and ears to hear, and I have discernment, and you should too. This is your current United States government, for whatever that's worth. Forcing vaccines, which will go into effect apparently this whole OSHA you know, we're going to fine you $14,000 a day, we're coming for your businesses, we're coming to your businesses. You know, uh, the the mandate is going into effect. Well, many states are suing the Biden administration over this, as well they should, as unconstitutional. Rand Paul said it just yesterday. It is unconstitutional. It's actually unconscionable. It is astounding that this is where we are as a nation. But if you look at it in terms of where we are in dispensation as a 
as a world system, right? As an earth populated by humans that were first birthed in the spirit, right? So follow me for a second. So if we're in the middle of a giant heavenly family, celestial family feud, if you go back to Ezekiel, go back to Genesis, you'll see that that's exactly what is going on, right? So before we took on flesh and we were of the dirt and God, you know, blew his breath into us and here we are. Um, And we've, you know, I don't, I'm not a monkey, neither are you, according to my faith. Now, if you believe that, okay, this is, again, this is still America, at least in my mind, and probably yours. <laughs> so if you want to believe that you come from, you're a descendant of apes, then okay, you still have a right to believe that. I'm not mad. I don't feel threatened. I'm not phobic about it. It doesn't make me angry. Um, there's a part of me that makes me sad because I would prefer that you know that you were crafted every part of your being, every cell in your body, every tissue, every hair on your head, every fiber of your heart and your brain and your skin and your bone marrow, all of that was conceived in God's womb before he breathed you into this existence in this dispensation, according to the word. And that's really beautiful. And so it's hard for me to believe that we've, you know, began as some little tadpole and then God said, let there be light. And there was a big bang and, and all the cells and things started moving in the earth. And then somehow we came up out of, you know, a mud bucket and a mud puddle. And here we are. So that's not my belief. If it's yours, again, this is still America for most of us in our minds and in our hearts. So you are more than welcome to believe whatever you want to believe, right? But in this dispensation called humanity, living on earth, right? Um, Dispensations in the spirit realm have different seasons, if you will. That's why they're called dispensations. And so spiritually speaking, you know, making it a temporal expression, it's more of a season. And so when you look around and Jesus said, you will know what season you're in by looking around and watching the signs and watching what's happening in the earth. We all know that it's been the end of days since Jesus was here, right? And so that's nothing new. You know, we're in the end times. Well, we were in the end times 2000 years ago. So we get that, right? But where are we in the end times in that dispensational expression, spiritually speaking, where are we? And that's where your eyes open and you realize, wow, no wonder, you know, Aunt Mary is going to be, you know, Aunt Mary doesn't believe that the vaccines intrinsically are being weaponized, and and I I say air quotes vaccines, right? But the shots are being weaponized and had every intention from all outward appearances by many journalists and physicians who are highly respected and trained in their respective fields have told us ad nauseum. Uh, Dr. Fauci himself NIH, others have all outed themselves, even gone so far as to changing information on their website and in documentation that was brought before Congress. Senator Rand Paul, again, I cite him, has has been shouting from the rooftops, you know, there's pay for play going on here. There's congruency here. There is malfeasance here. There are lies here. There are things and relationships going on here that should not be going on for nefarious purposes called this spiritual dispensation of attempting to usher in the end of days according to Scripture as it's written in Scripture with the mark of the beast, etc., etc. And so some reporters and some scientists and others and Christians alike have been pointing to uh, a particular ingredient 
that is allegedly used in these shots that, um, and again, I'm just going to brush over this because I need to do my own research on this as well. But this particular agent that is, that is in these shots is something of a, of an ability to track you. Now, why that is so hard for some people to believe, I don't know, because it makes perfect sense to me. We're tracked already with our phone, our social media campaigns, our televisions. How many of you have Alexas in your house? I just said that. She's probably going to talk to you now, right? Um, but your, your car, right? You're on star. I mean, there there's so many ways to Sunday to track you. And so why is it that far-fetched that there would, I mean, what an easy way you know, to actually track you, but, but you got to take it one step further than just con than just tracing you, right? Like you had many of you had contact tracers come out to your respective communities, whenever all this COVID stuff started. Right. And so why would it be important for someone to be able to put something into your body to track you? Well, ultimately, um, just like they do with your very own social media accounts, um, a la Facebook and others, right, who sell ads, uh, they are able to not only track you, but to control you. And they do that through narratives and through information, through social engineering, through narrative engineering, through narrative warfare. And so when you come up against this type of revelation and, and you share it with others, right, what you realize is that, wow, um, you know, maybe the the big um, some people in the church believe that the um, the rapture, right? The word rapture is not even in scripture at all. It's certainly not in the King James version or the New King James version, and so it's it's not as as you know as a, as as uh, as far as scripture goes, right? Um, inversions. Of scripture, you gotta love that versions of the truth, and so it's not in there. So some people believe that the rapture is actually more of a mental state; it's more of a revelatory state, right? And so it makes sense, right? Right? Some of your family, some of you see it for exactly what I'm saying. You're like, well, yeah, okay. I, Monica doesn't sound hysterical. She's not angry. Um, she's not rabid or phobic or anything else. She's not extreme. Just sharing information, and that kind of makes sense. Right? Sure. How easy would it be to just put something in your body to be able to track you? You got to take it one step further. Why would they want to do that? Same reason they do everything else they're doing. And so, and the same reason that kingdom does what he does and it does, and it's to manipulate God's people. It is to manipulate God's creation. That is what this whole thing is about. And so back to the rapture and the revelatory knowledge, right? So for some of us, you know, for some of you, you hear what I just said, and you can you can put that in your mouth and chew on it, swallow it, and digest it. And it's kind of bitter, right? Because it's it's the the truth. And sometimes the truth is a jagged little pill. And so it's the truth of possibilities. Right? It's possible that there are things placed in these shots that will be able to track you. It's possible that in the near future, people will just sign up for that because they want all of their medical records to be stored, um, you know, on the, in their skin, under their skin. I mean, because it's just easier to scan yourself, right? Then you don't have to carry a purse. You don't have to have a wallet. You don't have to have your phone. Nothing. I mean, you don't even have to leave your house, you know, you just wake up, stick your, you know, your hand out into whatever, out into the atmosphere, and who knows, there's maybe a download for something for you to do that day or to go purchase or to think or however you should feel for that day, right? Whatever your emotions should be for that day. Yeah. And you guys laugh at these dystopian, you know, um, uh, series, right? And, uh, and, and I'm thinking... Well, Hollywood has not really ever lied to us in the sense of what they do, what they want to do, what they're going to do, what is coming to the earth. 
they have always outed themselves because that's what demons do. They love attention. And so, and how do demons manifest? Well, how do you think? How do spiritual entities manifest in the physical? Hello? Through other spiritual beings. Again, do I sound hysterical or spooky? Nope, I do not. (laughs) So I'm not playing exorcist over here. I'm just telling you in the spirit realm. And I'm covering a lot of bases, just kind of like sprinkling on them. Uh, because these do deserve actually deeper conversation, but for the sake of today and my level of uh, energy um, and realizing, wow, just the magnitude of the depths of how wicked everything we are living through right now is, it makes perfect sense to me that if we're talking about a rapture of mind, if we're talking about a revelatory moment in history where you are seeing the wheat from the chaff separated, right? You are seeing that happen in the church. Judgment starts in the church first. We are seeing that happen right now, particularly in this country, right? Because we like to... We like to champion, we like to hail ourselves as the champions of all things Christendom, right? And so, of course, judgment's going to begin with us first. We're going to we will be put on the scales first, God's scales. Right now, we're on the scales of the world, and they're really imbalanced because, you know, the odds are not forever in our favor when it comes to the world if we are of the Spirit. Never has been, never will be. It's not partisan. It's not black or white. It is completely spiritual. So it makes perfect sense that Aunt Susie or Uncle Ray Ray and them, you know, might see what you're saying if you're a truth speaker. And and more often than not, what I'm hearing is that family members are splitting up over this because some people don't have that revelation. And they don't think there's anything wrong with uh, what's happening and how it's happening and in in through whom it is coming. They just, they believe that that all all that revelation stuff is a bunch of nonsense that no one really understands. And that's the book you're not ever, we don't ever talk about revelation. (laughs) That's how revelation normally goes for people. That stuff's way over my head. I don't know what's in revelation and it's too scary for me. That's how most of my conversations go with people who just don't even want to touch the book. So now that too has become a meme, right? Which day of revolution are we living through today? I'm like, well, funny you should ask. So when you see how bad it is, some of you are still waiting for us to go back to the America that we, in my generation, a little bit above and slightly below have always known. And I'm just here to tell you that even if it appears that we're going back to that America, we're not. And you will be manipulated into thinking that you still have the freedom that you once thought you had. This deep state is so deep and so wide, like I said earlier, and it has been in play for so long that we have literally been living in a virtual reality as Americans. True story. We have. We have thought that we are free. And see, for some people, that's okay. It's kind of like the people who are married and they hate each other, right? Well, they don't really hate each other, but they don't really, they don't have sex anymore. You know, dude snores or she snores or whatever. They got cats and dogs in the bed and whatever. And, and they're just not intimate, right? But they just kind of, but they're comfortable. At least they're not by themselves, right? Because they've been married for a long time. They got kids and grandkids and blah, blah. And so it's just cheaper to keep her. I mean, it's just, it's easier to stick with it, right? That's how some people are going to move forward in this time. And that's if we actually get through this time without seeing a civil war on this soil. And what's interesting is that I don't even know who would really make up the civil war because if it's going to be right against left or gun owners against liberals with who don't own guns, I don't know that that's how that goes down. I mean, that's a little bit unfair, right? Like, how would you, how would that work out? How are you going to fight with people who don't even have weapons? 
So I don't see that happening. I don't see a bunch of liberals coming out into the streets to, unless you're like paid by Soros and they're, you know, flown in and floated over and bust in. Um, and, and they won't be of us anyway. Right. I have stuck by do not turn on your neighbor since last year. Do not turn on your neighbor. Defend your neighbor is what I've said. As countrymen and women, we need to know our neighbors and our people who live in our, our neighborhoods, our blocks, our streets, our cities, our counties, our states. And we need to band together as fellow countrymen and women. That's how that needs to go. We need to defend each other, right? Not war against each other. But more and more what you're seeing is an infiltration, right? Resettlement programs. And, and hear me when I say this. I do not believe that you have some inordinate amount of people coming into your neighborhoods who are terrorists because they happen to be Afghan. I don't subscribe to that. Again, do I sound hysterical? No, I don't. But were the majority of these people vetted? According to DHS's own documentation, no. And that is a problem. And it is, it should be illegal. And I'm pretty sure it is. But it's still happening because we no longer live in an era of law and order as it pertains to our government agencies. And you can see that a blind man can see that. So I am not suggesting that you fear people who are coming into your communities. As a matter of fact, I've said as a minister, you know, what you might want to do is head on down to the border. You evangelicals get on down there and, um, you know, take your GOP signs with you and, and go ahead and, and welcome these folks in because they're going to get dispersed into your communities anyway, whether you like it or not. So you may as well go out and poach them from the Democrats. Welcome them in, teach them how to speak English, you know, give them some shelter and some food and some English lessons and, you know, embrace their culture and assimilate them into ours. I mean, instead of sitting around bitching about it, like literally just go do it. Or when they come into your communities, you know, teach them how to assimilate. And then you've won yourself a whole other voter base, if that's what your motive is, right? More importantly, you have won people who see you as someone who cares about them, who has a heart for them, and who's not afraid of them, who's not going to, you know. I mean, they're here. And they're here illegally. But your government is running a complete... Just roughshod lawlessness is what's happening right now. And so, okay, you know, the silver lining, poach them. Poach them from the left. I mean, why do you think the left is giving out $450,000 per person? And that is, it's been off and on and off and on and now apparently it's back on again. But also not to just, you know, completely implode the economy, which it will. Not to just incite a civil war, which it will. Um but to also buy them, to buy their votes for a lifetime. Who the heck would not vote for Democrats for the rest of three, four generations with over a million dollars in, in a family bank account because they ran over here and were illegal and allegedly separated, allegedly families? Can you imagine? Effectively, what they're doing is funding the cartels. Because as you heard from my Pro- prolific and profound guest who I love having on John Zadrozny from the America first policy Institute. He's been on twice now and he just said on my last show, if you missed it, go pick it up. It's it's on my website. You'll find it. Um, it it's astounding that how many they realized during the Trump administration, he was a senior Trump uh, policy advisor and on, he's an expert on immigration, right? How many of those people came over here who were not even family members in in uh, in HHS and the uh, ORR Office of Refugee Resettlement wanted to get them off of their payroll, and so they handed them over to you know a, alleged uh, families, right proxies, really for MS thirteen, and you paid for it. Get you some of that. How about a little dissonance for dessert? Welcome to my world. Makes your head spin, doesn't it? I mean, again, I told you, it's so deep and so wide, and it's not even as partisan as you think it is. Because the Republicans have just gotten good at covering it up. right? The Democrats are extremely flagrant with their lawlessness, but Republicans are too statesmanlike for that. 
So it's deep. It's wide. It's gross. It is defiling, right? But you have a lot of people who don't want to see it for what it is. I just got called out on Twitter for saying as bad as you think it is, it's worse. And someone's like, oh, you're so positive. I'm like, well, you're welcome to stick your head back in the sand if you'd like, but that's not where I am. And so I choose to look at reality for what it is. But, you know, lost my train of thought on the on the refugee resettlement program. Um, I would I encourage you to not be afraid of people. I don't believe we've got millions of terrorists in the country. I know for sure, as do you, according to reports by the deep state, actually, that uh, there are many cells of folks in in this country, and you don't know who they are. But what are you going to do? Live your life in fear of every person you walk by? No. And that's where your faith comes in. So the separation of the of the wheat and the chaff and all of that, that's happening. So yes, that is occurring. And so when someone draws a direct line to, and it could be wavy, it could be a wavy line, right? But ultimately it gets there. Between luciferase, which is a which is an ingredient that is allegedly in some of these shots, right, uh, to track you uh, for the purposes of ultimately making your life easier. Some of you are going to say, "Okay." Some of you want the other pill. Some of you are going to sit down and eat the steak. If you haven't seen the Matrix in a while, you should go back and watch it. Some, because you want to be comfortable. You are not ready to let go of the life you've known. And I understand that. And I'm, I'm, I hear you. I get it. But we're not in the same America that we've been in. And she hasn't been the same as we thought she was for years. And what President Trump, I believe, did was ignite, reignite the spirit in you. And and this national security apparatus wants you to believe that you are a criminal for loving your country, for loving God, for loving liberty. And they have written it out on paper that you are an extremist. You are a threat. Well, of course you're a threat because you stand for what's real and you stand for God. So on my show, I attempt to encourage you and educate you on a different way of thinking and seeing things and so that you can hold your ground, you can stay rooted in the truth. And if you're not rooted in the truth, it's not too late to start seeking him. I implore you to start seeking him, the truth, to start knocking and asking and seeking because he promises he will open the door. He will reveal his mysteries to you. He will answer your questions. And the only way you're going to get through this des- this dispensation in reality, not virtual reality of the America we've been living in, but in reality, and you'll be able to stand in your actual autonomy as a God-breathed and, and autonomously uniquely created human being who was birthed for complete freedom, who was conceived in liberty by the author of liberty, unless you grab a hold of that, you will succumb to the alternate reality. You will choose the virtual reality. Because I believe things could get that uncomfortable here. And not just here. We see it all over the globe. Now, I think there's some, there's some saving grace going on in that dispensationally. Again, there's that word. 
I believe that Satan's kingdom has played their hand too soon. And if it's one thing we can count on with God, it's that all things happen in his timing, right? So it's totally plausible that the enemy's kingdom has set all of this in motion and tried to bring it to a head too soon, right? Because his ultimate, his ultimate promise to God was that he would exalt his throne above the Lord's. And we know as Christians that will never happen. And for those of you who have been taught that even Lucifer and Satan, or however you refer to him, I, he's both. Well, he was Lucifer, now he's Satan. If you've been taught that there's a there's an ultimate reconciliation coming, even for the devil, that is a doctrine of devils. That is not going to occur. That is not in your Bible. That's not how the story ends. <laughs> so, no. So you can stop joining hands with every doctrine of devils and skipping down to your comfortable virtual reality Americana lane. This is how you ended up with CRT. This is how you ended up with trans confused boys anally raping little girls in middle school bathrooms and school boards covering it up. This is how you got here. This is how you got sexual perverted books in your children's elementary schools teaching them how to give oral sex to one another, hetero and homosexual. This is how you got here. So to recap, the world system wants you to believe that you are bad, right? God says you are good. The world system wants you to believe that sameness is beautiful. It will bring us peace. God says he created you uniquely. And that there is no peace outside of Jesus Christ. And that even Jesus did not come to bring peace. So for the world who tries to use Jesus to usher in its false virtual reality of peace, the truth says Jesus says, I did not come to bring peace. He came because he's going to divide the wheat from the chaff. So you have to choose. We all have a choice. And maybe you're not ready to make a choice. I don't know. Maybe you need more information or you need more courage, right? That's okay. Again, Knock, seek, and ask. That's what we're told to do. Because God is faithful and he will He will willingly run to the door and open it. He will willingly give you the truth that you're seeking with all of your heart and your soul and your mind. And if you've never sought truth with all of your heart, soul, and mind, it is time for you to do that now. Not only for you, but for your families your generations after you, for all of humanity. Because things are changing. And things are going to continue to change. And it probably won't be the last time that Satan's kingdom attempts to um, run roughshod over God with regard to dispensations. And things probably are going to get a little dark across the land, not only in this country, but across the globe. We see it. We see the uprisings happening all across the globe, you know, and it's scary for people to see. It's heavy. And I want to encourage you to guard your eyes and your ears and your hearts. More importantly, when you're afraid, when you're angry, you know, take all of that to the cross in your prayer time. Ask people around you who will legitimately stop what they're doing and pray fervently with you to do so. It's okay to do that. We are told to do that. Now, one of my sisters in media and in Christ is on the proverbial chopping block. Some of you have noticed that Emerald Robinson of Newsmax uh, has not been on Twitter lately. 
I was not aware that she was booted from the platform. Um, her account still appears to be there, but she is not able to post. Um, I don't know if she will be back on to Twitter, um, but it's also been reported that she has been sidelined by Newsmax. And what does that mean? Um, she is not going to be reporting. She will not be the White House correspondent in the coming days or weeks. My, my prediction is that she will probably just be completely sidelined um, and removed from the platform. I do not know that for sure. That is my uh, prediction, just seeing how things like of this nature go and just kind of people getting phased out, um, especially someone who has the um, notoriety and the uh, national love that she does as a journalist. Um, you... Uh, you know, we've watched her through the entire Trump administration. Um, you know, my sources tell me that multiple news agencies are um, wanting to get a little bit friendlier, if you will, with the Biden administration. Now, having lived through this myself uh, on my radio station, um, you know, and, and watching my radio station go for, from a completely right-leaning conservative station to um a well uh priding themselves in more of a moderate uh tone although their number one talent uh for midday who took Russia's spot has been an, an insufferable anti-trumper uh from the beginning and uh, you know was calling for people to be shot shoot them shoot them all uh, for the January 6th participants, right? Uh, that was tweeted, by the way. So that was a great company look. But I remember distinctly, you know, people trying to get me to become a little bit softer and talk about love and relationships and puppy dogs and bubbles coming out your butt and all those wonderful things and the lovely ostrich with your head in the sand and just be a girl and be family-centric and, um, you know, to talk about politics. And so I thought, hmm, that's interesting. So we went from that. Now, do I strike you as someone who could actually make that pivot and make it successfully? No, negative. I do not. Now, do I talk about life, love, and liberty? I talk about sex. I talk about dating. I talk about toenail polish, Botox, breast implants, hot chicks, ugly chicks, fat chicks, you know, dudes, um, you know, all kinds of impotence. You know, we talk about everything. I talk about the Bible. I talk about love. I talk about government, you know, policy, political affairs, personal affairs. You know, we, I cover it all here because I'm not a one dimensional personality. So, but, you know, at the time, what I did not realize is that they were attempting to float a little bit uh, closer to the left side of that aisle. And how do I know that? Because uh, soon as after, soon after my departure, um, it was um, very evident that our personalities were becoming a little bit more friendly toward the, uh, the local politicians who are completely left like they are left of left. So I thought, hmm, that's interesting. So what you see is kind of a phasing out, if you will. And it always goes back to money. It goes back to partnerships and relationships and agreements that are made. So um, I believe you can still follow Emerald on her Substack. Um, uh, you From Substack, you can get her newsletters and her pieces and whatnot. Uh, but apparently... Uh, you know, word has it that talking about vaccines um, and things that are in vaccines and things of that nature, things that could be in the vaccines, partnerships with uh, the vaccines, um, that is what could have pushed this relationship um, over the edge. So uh, I personally will not be engaging with anything Newsmax. I don't really outside of her as it is. Um, I will not, I have not supported Fox news since, uh, many of you, and you're very kind actually, but you're like, why aren't you on Fox news? We could see you on there doing blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, if I ever came on as a contributor, that's fine. But understanding again, the belly of the beast and just how far and how deep and how wide all of that goes. Believe me when I tell you, I am much better off doing my own thing <laughs> in my own lane with my father. 
So that way I am not bought and paid for by anyone. I am not persuaded by anyone uh, other than the truth and love of this country and love of all people and our uniqueness and our equality and things that our constitution stands for. And it's really just that simple. And I can show up with my sassy little butt and be exactly who I am and not have to worry about somebody saying, well, you know, I, them making a backdoor deal with somebody that could have, you know, my rhetoric could, or my truth or whatever, uh, my, my Jesus, you know, could affect their bottom line. I don't have to do that. So along those lines, I have realized that I have a tip jar uh, on my, if you sign up for my newsletters, you, um, you can make a, you can make a donation. (laughs) It's not a donation because I'm not a 501c3, but you can contribute to my work. You can already do that actually on my website at monicamatthews.com. Um, and I am asking you to do that. I don't know that I've done that in a very long time, but I'm asking, um, for you to support my work for you to support my efforts and my purpose. And thank you very much. Many of you do ask how you can support me. And uh, that's how you can do that. Yeah, from $5 to $5 million, whatever it is. But just know this, <laughs> no matter what your contribution level is, I'm sure there will be one day that I say something that you don't agree with and you don't like. And that's okay. We have to be okay disagreeing with each other because that's part of life. It just is. So uh, check out Emerald on her Substack uh, channel. I, I'm not familiar with how all of that works. I, I have not followed her yet over there, but I will be sharing ways to continue to follow her. I appreciate her as a sister in truth. I appreciate her work and I appreciate her heart and her soul for this country. And I know many of you do as well. So I love encouraging um you know, you guys to follow truth speakers. Kyle Becker is another one. Love his work. Uh, there are many people, Christopher Rufo, uh, many people out there doing the do, and, uh, we could all use your support and a little help. Um, again, you're dealing with a deep and wide, deep state that is not very, uh, truth friendly. Okay. Please go have a good weekend. Hug your babies. Hold on to your families. Forgive, forgive, forgive. Engage some strangers this weekend. Be kind. Buy someone's coffee. Buy some couple's dinner. You know, whatever. Call up that nasty trifling relative that you can't stand and invite them over for dinner and try to break some ice and make some peace, okay? All right, be good to your neighbor. Beginning in your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, act like one. <laughs>